How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Tuesday, July the 6th. Folks, thank you for joining me here. And, uh, in fact, as I'm recording this, it is a national holiday in the United States, which means not a whole lot of news coming out of the day, and this is pretty typical when a holiday happens in the U.S. or the U.K. So I just have two quick things for you, and then we're gonna get out of your hair. Let's jump into it. The first thing I want to tell you about is a game called RimWorld, which is going to be getting its second paid expansion called Ideology. Now, Ideology is a super interesting DLC where it basically introduces belief systems into the colonies that you're building. RimWorld is a sci-fi colony simulator. And this is the way they describe it, quote, You can play as tree-worshipping cannibals who carve skulls into every piece of furniture, or blind tunnelers who shun the light, or transhumanists obsessed with perfecting the human form using exotic technology. They go on to say, quote, or be nudists, or drug stupor mystics, or piratical raiders, or charity-focused givers, or pain-loving animal sacrificers, or dance party techno-ravers, end quote. So basically just anything your brain can imagine, it seems like, is going to be in this expansion. You're going to be able to mix and match different elements of belief systems with customizations and sliders. Anyway, it seems pretty deep. There's also going to be a free update for everybody that isn't part of the paid purchase. And that's going to include an overhaul to animals. They're reworking the faction system, a new raid system for enemies, and just a bunch of quality of life updates, as there tends to be in updates like this. Anyway, super cool. I think RimWorld is like one of the most celebrated games on Steam. The reviews definitely speak for themselves. And it's great that they're continuing development. You know, this is their second DLC after they did the royalty DLC last year. So, you know, if you're interested in games where it seems like your brain is the limit, feel free to check out RimWorld. Okay, and the only other thing that I really need to tell you about is PlayStation Now, which has just added their latest titles to the service. The headliner being Red Dead Redemption 2. There's also Neo 2. God of War is also going to be making its way back. They've also got the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. The Olympics games are always pretty fun to play. And uh, NASCAR Heat 5, if you're into racing games. Of course, PlayStation Now is game streaming, so you'll need a good internet connection to play that. But hey, for something like Red Dead Redemption 2, it's a pretty good deal. And hey, folks, like I said, that's pretty much it. I would like to remind you once again that we are currently in the middle of Summer Games Done Quick, very entertaining show, speedrunning event, highly encourage you to check it out. And I figure now is also a good time to remind you that The Gaming Observer, this show, also has an accompanied newsletter. It typically has the exact same content as what's on this show, and so if you prefer to read the news rather than listen to the news, or if you just forget to listen to this show one day and you'd rather whip out your phone look at the email, head on over to thegamingobserver.com newsletter and you'll be able to sign up. And the newsletter is actually written by a fellow team member of TGO. His name is Brandon. He's been running it for the last couple of weeks. He's been doing a tremendous job. He's a way better writer than I am, so I'm happy he's on board. Anyway, that's all I got, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow with the news, whatever news there is. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. How you doing, first of all? I wasn't able to talk to you yesterday. I got pretty busy. We were entertaining a guest, and I didn't want to leave them waiting too long. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, everything at the house now seems stable. It, it took, like, many, many weeks, but just today we got our internet set up. 
I was able to get into our mailbox that we were locked out of. Gratefully, we got the mail keys for that. Inside the mailbox was a modem, which we were just waiting to get access to. And then today I had to call the internet service and say, hey, something's not working. And they went, press the reset button. And I did that and it worked. So I probably should have thought to do that first. But nonetheless, we have internet. We have a couch. We have a bed. Man, it's like we have a home here all of a sudden. Very happy about that. Jordan is especially happy about that and Shelby because uh, they were about to hit their data caps for their mobile phones. So now that we have Wi-Fi, they don't have to run into that issue. But it also means, you know, I can play Xbox games on my couch now. I needed the internet in order to do that, which means, hopefully, Final Fantasy X soon. I'm going to be picking that back up. And I think I'm going to enjoy playing it a lot more lounging on my couch in the living room instead of, like, in bed, where I get very tired. Having separate spaces for the different things in my life is pretty dope, I'm not going to lie. One place to work, one place to sleep, and one place to chill out. I like that. Another thing that I really like is that, like, 10 minutes from my house is a river with a trail, and it's got some beautiful views. Like, the guest that we entertained yesterday, Jordan and I took him out, and we just, like, sat at the river for a couple of hours. People watching, bird watching, dipping our feet in the water. It was nice, and after living in a basement for a year and a half during COVID, just being able to go out there and say... Yeah, I'm going to look at some trees for a while. Oh my god, it was incredible. So I'm looking forward to doing that a lot this summer, and I'm going to be sad when it's winter and I can't do that anymore, but I'll do my best to appreciate it while I can. I got a picture on Twitter if you want to check that out. Anyway, what, what did we have today? We had RimWorld and we had PlayStation Now because uh, America is off celebrating Independence Day. RimWorld is one of those games that I'm going to play one day, but I just never did. That was a weird sentence. I've always wanted to play RimWorld and never did. And I know a lot of people love it. But I also know that I'm the kind of person with these kinds of games that might play it for a couple of hours and be like, yeah, I'm not willing to invest all of my time into this. And so I don't. You know, like today I booted up Darkest Dungeon again just for a couple of minutes. And then I was like, oh yeah, I remember this game. I don't want to invest my entire life into this game. And so I uninstalled it immediately. Considering I don't really buy video games anymore because of how many of them I own and haven't played, it's not a smart investment to go out and get RimWorld. But I do love watching it from afar. I like seeing the developers supporting it and all of the crazy ideas that they'll have. I like these games that are like solid releases with solid expansions and, you know, unique ideas in those expansions. I know that might sound like maybe a typical thing to say, but free-to-play games with the live service and... Games that are created once and kind of abandoned. It's not as fun to me. I, I, you know, I like this idea that you can have a game that becomes a sandbox for all of your ideas. But there's also a business side to that, right? Free-to-play makes a lot of money. And expansions sell at a fraction of what the base games typically sell for. So there's a cost-benefit there. And then PlayStation Now? I don't know. I think uh, PlayStation Now compared to the Game Pass, obviously not as great of a deal. But if you were to purchase it in spurts, where you maybe are able to play some games that you wanted to play but never bought, and then discontinue the service after some time, I could see a lot of use coming out of that. Because how much is a PlayStation Now subscription? Okay, so in the Canada, it's basically six bucks a month? Oh, really? That's it? Oh, if you buy every year. I see. So per month, it's about $13, but if you buy for a full year, it's about $7. That's a pretty steep discount. Okay, so, you know, 
12 months, $80. That's essentially a full AAA game price. And if they're giving you Red Dead Redemption 2, even if it goes away after a certain time, like, that's basically you buying RDR 2 and then you have a bunch of other games you can play as well. That's a pretty good offering. Obviously, Game Pass has, like, a way better library, but this kind of follows the PlayStation model of high-impact releases with a little bit of support behind it. I can get behind that. Of course, the, the only addendum there is that you need good internet for the streaming, which not a lot of people have. So, anyway. Interesting. Interesting, nonetheless. Uh, I'm gonna get out of here. Thanks, folks, for tuning in. Hope you're well, and I'll see you next time.